Are you caught in this aspect of a never-ending loop about overthinking and obsessing about the toxic relationship? Maybe you're still thinking about him and he's already moved on to the next supply. Maybe he already has a kid with the next supply and you're still concentrated on it. Like he takes up your thoughts every single day from the moment you wake up to the moment your head hits the pillow. You're still thinking and obsessing over him. This is the hard part that a lot of people struggle with so much. I want to let you know that there's a way to break free from this because otherwise this obsession piece will leave you stuck. It'll leave you addicted to the toxic person going back over and over and over or just getting comfortable in the chaos and continuing to go and be with narcissistic people. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness of narcissistic abuse. I'm the founder of Raw Motivations and your guide in the 45-day Clarity Challenge. You can find it at claritychallenge.net. My goal is to help you break free from the obsessive thoughts, the thinking about this toxic person, the trauma bond, the intermittent reinforcement, the hope, the potential, all the different things that form this cocktail of addiction that you end up drinking the poison from the narcissist and staying with this person for a long period of time. Not sure how to break free in, in the relationship or how to break free emotionally outside the relationship. So stepping into this, we need to be able to identify the triggers that are in your life. Is first and foremost. You're like, why would we focus on that? I need to focus on getting away from him. Totally get that. But we have to focus on the triggers because the triggers are actually unlocking and showcasing a piece of your life that is keeping you stuck. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You see, the triggers in your life can be anything and everything. It could be how he talks to you. It could be after you're separated, seeing his car, passing a restaurant that you went to, hearing a song on the radio. It could be how he pokes and prods at you, the passive-aggressive comments, the snide remarks. All these different things are triggers to try to get a reaction out of you. So this is the hard part because people are like, well, wait, who's responsible? Is he making me do it? Because if I can't make him change, how is he making me do this, et cetera, et cetera. That's why we have to focus on the triggers for you because if we can help you feel those triggers and work through those triggers and let those triggers no longer control you, you can actually have clarity of mind to move forward. Now, what does this look like? Dealing with the triggers first is just saying, hey, what is it? What does it actually look like? What is actually causing the problem? So I want you to take a piece of paper right now and just write down the top trigger, one of the main triggers that happens in your life right now, about him, with him, anything like that. What is the trigger, okay? Then I want you to take a moment and understand it's not just enough to know that the trigger's there. We have to start processing it. We have to start dealing with it. This is where we start moving into acknowledging your emotions. You gotta face the inner turmoil that's happening when we're talking about this specific trigger. So I want you to sit down. I want you to write on that piece of paper the emotions that you're dealing with about that trigger. Are you angry? Are you frustrated? Are you upset? Are you happy? Are you sad? Are you pissed off? Are you like feeling worthless? Like what are the actual like emotions coming up? Just thinking like single words, just single words to put it down. Because it's important for you to get to a place where you're understanding this is my trigger. These are the emotions. These are the things that are activated by this trigger. Now, I want you to understand those emotions are not good or bad. 
There's not good emotions or not bad emotions. There just is emotions. You're a human being, so you're going to respond in a lot of ways that make you feel upset and make you feel happy. It doesn't mean that they're morally right or wrong, that you're angry or good or mad or sad or any of those things. Okay, so just understand there's no judgment here. We're just writing down what are the emotions, single word emotions that are coming up when you're experiencing this trigger, when it happens, when he does this, when you see this, when you interact with this, whatever it might be, what are the emotions? Just write a bunch down. You might have five, you might have 20. What emotions are coming up? Now, when you take a look at this list of emotions underneath, I want you to go through and I want you to circle three. Be like, as you read them out loud, what are the three that like impact you the most? And I'd ask you to read them out loud because if you read the trigger and then you read the emotions out loud, sometimes you will tell just in how you sound what is the most resonating one out of all of them. So I want you to read through and I want you to find three. Okay, so if you need to pause this, read through, find three, circle them, then come back to the video. Okay. Once you've found three, it's important to understand that those three, there's going to be a lot of branches off of those, and we're not discounting any of the other emotions. We're just only going to focus on the three right now in reference to that trigger. So we're going to take those three, and we're going to bring them into what's called feeling statements. Okay, this is actively how we process through this. Feeling statements are, I feel angry because he did this to me. I feel upset because this happened. I feel anxious because I'm not sure when he's going to come back. So it's it's putting this in a, in, a, in a framework of I feel blank, insert the emotion word, because, and then finish out the rest of the sentence. Now, this might take a couple minutes to be able to think through and be able to process. So whenever you need to, pause the video and we'll come back. But I want you to take those three words, the three emotion words that you circled up above, and right underneath, I feel, first emotion word, because... Finish out the sentence. What does that actually sound like in your head? It doesn't matter what it sounds like. Just make it accurate to what it sounds like in your head. Okay? So don't judge this. Don't edit this. Don't modify this. Just put exactly what is going on in your mind, in your head. So you're like, I feel this. And you're like, oh, man, when I say that, like, I don't really want to write that down. Write it down. That's what we need. We need you to get as clear and concise with what is actually going through your head than anything else. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. All right, so now if you paused or unpaused the video, you're at the place where you've got your trigger, you've got all your emotions, you've circled three, and now you've got to a place where you have your feeling statements. I feel blank because. Now I want you to sit down, I want you to read these out loud. And I want you to see as we talk about the trigger and we read these three feeling statements, which one resonates the most? Which one impacts? Which do you feel the most? Which is like the most like, oh, like this one hurts, okay? Then I want you to circle that one, okay? So trigger, circle three emotions, down to three uh, feeling statements, and now you've circled one of those. Now, I want you to sit back for a moment and just think through this trigger and this feeling statement that's tied to this emotion. This is the hard part. It's not easy. But I want you to sit with it and try to put yourself back into that moment. I want you to think about it. 
And as you think about it, I want you to think this question. What is the trigger in these feelings telling me about me? Like, where are we going with this? Bear with me for a second. What is the trigger and the feelings telling about me? You see, as you experience the trigger, the emotions, the feelings, there's a thought that's coming to your mind. You might have to pause this, close your eyes for a couple minutes and just sit with it. But there's a thought or a story that's coming to your mind. It might go back to the piece of, I'm not good enough. I don't know what I can do to win his love. Why won't he choose me? But I want you to bring it together of having you and having him in the same sentence and trying to tie it together. What is the thought? What is the story that you're telling yourself when you have that trigger and when you sit in that feeling statement? What is the story you're telling yourself? Once you come up with it, write it down. It might take you a little bit. You might have to pause and come back in a little bit. But once you come up with it, write it down. Again, it has to sound exactly how it sounds in your head. Don't modify it. Don't make it sound pretty. Just make it sound like how it sounds in your head. Now, I want you to take even just a two-minute break. Get up, walk around, do something different. Change the mindset. Look at something, okay? Sit down, do like two like mental math problems, okay? Just like change the frame of what you're thinking, in, okay? Because we're going to switch then to more of the factual side. So I want you to be able to take a pause and take those emotions and feelings and be like, okay, I'm going to deal with them, but I'm going to set them over here on the side just for a moment so I can concentrate on one thing over here. When we concentrate on this one thing over here, I want you to switch your brain over to fact mode, just facts. Think of yourself being in a court system and someone having that statement, the story that you just wrote down, having that statement, and you have to come up with all the reasons why factually that statement is either true or false. What are the facts that support or deny the statement that you wrote down? And so I want you to take some time with that same piece of paper. You're going to start writing down what are the actual facts. Did you make him cheat? Did you make him do this? Did he cause you to do this? Back and forth. What are the actual facts about it? Do your facts actually support or deny that story? Write them all down. You might have a list of what supports it. You might have a list of what denies it. But write them all down. As you look at this, I want you to then take a moment and be like, hey, do the facts that I wrote down, do they actually support it or deny it? Which one is the majority? And then from there, I want you to take and I want you to base a brand new story. Now, what I mean by this is the old story is up here. Then you have your facts. I want you to write underneath a brand new story, not based on the old one, but based on the facts that you now see. Oftentimes what will happen is that old story will pivot will change or completely be transformed into a brand new statement. Because typically that first one, because it's based on the feelings and the triggers and the emotions, is not based on fact. It's not actually 100% real. It might be off. It might need to be modified. There might be something completely wrong with it. And so I want you to be able to take the facts, say, hey, how do these actually compare to the story I've been telling myself? They don't match up at all. Let me go ahead and write a brand new story. Now, when you write this brand new story, it is factual. It is based on facts. So whenever you tell yourself this brand new story, you don't have to go back and be like, wait a second, was that true? No, we based it on facts in the moment. So then you go back and you have this trigger or this trigger happens the next day. You start to spiral by going to the emotions, by going to the feelings. You're like, wait a second, I've been down this road before. Let me go the new story. 
And over time, you start repeating it. You start taking this new story and it starts to rewire the old story so you can get back to actual reality. What is actually true? That's the formula. That's the step-by-step process that we take people through in the Clarity Challenge. Helping people break free every single day with narcissistic abuse. We're able to start moving forward faster with different triggers and with different software that we have to help you do that on a day-to-day basis all the time and then help you do it in all aspects of life, not just narcissistic abuse. But that's the process of how to break free from a trauma bond, how to actually work through the obsessing, the thought process of like, wait a second, I'm thinking about this person, I'm obsessing, I'm overthinking about this. It all comes back to the triggers and how we actually use them and process them to break free.